Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo. Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Deborah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Go Simple, the podcast. Exciting things are happening over here um, uh, with our show. We're actually in the process of being put on another radio station and another big Jewish website because people just can't get enough of Go Simple, the podcast. And I really, it's amazing. Um, and this week also, I just want to take a quick minute to discuss something. Mikey Hill out here in Israel um, is working on doing a big 36-hour matching campaign fundraiser to help us raise over 2 million shekel in support of the Mosdos and the Yeshivas and all the chesed that we do out here, the Kilo of Kasa Vizhnets. I'm going to put a link in the show notes um, at, afterwards. So if any if you're interested in donating, every shekel counts, every dollar counts. Um, you can make a donation there um, as well. But this week, we're up to episode 30 of Go Simple, the podcast. It's really cool. I got a very special guest on with me today. He's pretty famous. I'm sure you've heard his music somewhere, sometime, sometime in your life. Um, he just released a new album, and he's decided to come down and sit with us here on the show. Um, I'd love to welcome aboard um, her of Eitan Katz um, sitting down with us today on Go Simple Podcast for episode 30. Eitan, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Sure, my pleasure. Listen, it was exclusive of your cousin, Nachum, who taught me how to podcast, and now we're here 30 episodes in. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, both, it's both like a boss. That's all I got to say. Both <laughs> like a boss. Look at that. We're doing product placement here as well. Look like, I, I, I'm totally like a boss. Like a boss. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, so yeah, Eitan, man, seriously, it's a pleasure having you on the show. I'm a big fan of your music. I love the style. I love, um, I mean, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in, um, but I love the style of your music. Like that classical, that classical guitar, that classical sound, you know, it's just relaxing and soothing, you know, that kind of little bit of like Karl Bach kind of, kind of esque, like, sound you got going on there but we'll talk about that later um it's seriously it's yeah. happening but my question is how did yep. you get into this i mean you're you're musical your brother's musical like how did you get into in into this whole scene that's a good question i often wonder that myself what happened <laughs> what was the you know chronology of of me ending up where I am right now, I mean, I've been singing since I'm a little kid. My father is a, a very uh, 
beloved personality in uh, in the music world. He's a musician. He's a chazan. He's a music teacher. And um, and music has always been a part of my life. That's for sure. Um, I I I never. Uh, you know, growing up singing, I, I I don't I don't remember when I when I had that like light turn off. Oh, maybe I should do this professionally. Like it just kind of happened. Like you start singing and then you start playing guitar, and then suddenly you're singing like at a, at an event. You're singing uh, with your father and with you know my older brother had a band back then when I was in high school. So I always used to be the annoying little brother and piggyback onto uh, singing a song or two with him. And then uh, you go to yeshiva and you start playing guitar more and you realize that, oh, like, this is good. Like, it's just, it sounds good. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, then you start, you get your first call to sing by a chuppah or to sing by a wedding. And then you meet new people, you meet musicians, and you like playing with them. And you start writing your own music and you realize that, like, like I, I, I have, like, you know, I, I went to, uh, I, I, I have a master's degree in psychology, counseling, psychology, whatever. Cool. Um, not, yeah, not a, not a PhD or anything or a PsyD, just like, a, you know, while, while I was in yeshiva at night, I was doing this. And I don't, I don't remember thinking that I was doing this, like, uh, as, as, uh, as a side thing. I was, I was doing that because, like, I found... I found it interesting and I thought like, okay, this would be good, get a job, but I never really ended up using it because by then, by the time I was finished with that, I was already like regularly playing music in a way that I was able to support myself. And over the years, Kedanara with my family and, you know, the family grew, Baruch Hashem, like the, the work grew also and I, I never, uh, I never saw the need to, I mean, Baruch Hashem, Leonhara, like, I have nothing but thanks that Akar Satov to Hashem for everything he's done for me with this. As far as like asking, like, how did this evolve? Usually my guess is, I mean, some people, I mean, I, I knew that I was always involved, going to be involved in singing and everything, but doing it what I do full time to, you know, make a parnasa and, and I, I, it just, it's been it's been a while since I've decided to go on this path, but before that, it, it was just something that I just loved doing, you know? Wow. That's, That's uh, cool. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's interesting. Like, you know, like I've had, I've had nearly 30 people sit down with us on our show and tell us their stories. And not many have said that they're, they're able to do this as a full-time gig. You know, like the music industry is a very, in the Jewish music industry, especially, it seems, it seems like it's a very, and from my, my knowledge of it, it's very difficult to really make this a full-time gig. And only a handful of you guys who I've spoken with are really doing this on, on a continuous basis, which is, is absolutely amazing. To, to be able to do it, make Yeah, this, I mean, you, Baruch Hashem, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm charged. I'm charging fifty thousand dollars a song, so it's easy to, you know. <laughs> I'm joking. I wish. Uh, no, I don't wish. No. no, 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 no. I don't want to be that guy. No. But um. Not for you. You know, listen. It, it's not. It's not easy. It's not. I'm not going to say it, it's. It's. It. The actual singing and the actual playing with the band, and you know, and I'm not going to say that it's not a tremendous amount of fun. Because it is, and it's fulfilling. 
but uh, when you have to start leaving the family for Shabbos and you have to start, and you miss, uh, you know, you, you you know, you're missing right. out on a lot of bedtimes, and you and 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 you're self-employed, running your own business. You know, of, of right. you know the the weight of, of running one's own. You know, with all the people that help me, Baruch Hashem. Um, listen, what can I say? It's an awkward question. It's an it's, it's a hard question to answer because. I thank Hashem every day for allowing me to do this. I, I don't, and if I believe that that uh, I believe in what I do, like I really believe in 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 the message and the power of music and the power of what real Jewish music can accomplish. And I run away from it. And over the years, I've tried to, you know, I've struggled with trying to figure out how to make it a uh, you know, a healthy lifestyle, which is always, you know, it's, it's not easy being on the road and being around, not around and right. just spiritually being on stage, talking to someone about this. It's like trying to like, like uh, trying to promote spirituality while being on stage. It's like a stira. It's like, it doesn't make any, like you can't, it's like almost, it doesn't exist. You know, like a stage Usually represents look at me, Gaiva, um, star power, all that, you know, celebrity, all that like term terms that like don't really sit well with like spirituality, which is almost the exact opposite of you know bringing Hashem into the world more, putting Hashem on a stage. And well, I'm not well, I'm, I'm not perfect at it, but I definitely I feel like the first acknowledgement that I can make is that it's an avod, and if I don't think it's no, for sure. You no, for sure. Um, you mean not interested and not wanting to do this anymore, you know? No, for sure. I mean, but that's that's actually that's all part of it. Music is one of those is one of the most powerful things we have, and it, it to to use it and to use it to elevate and and bring bring in kedusha and to really make a difference and make an impact on people. I've talked about this with some of our other guests on the show before as well. It's like it's a huge tool, and to take that and to really bring the spirituality to it and and enlighten people and 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 use it for so many things is 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 tremendous koach um and I, you you happen to be what you do um so like how did you find your sound thank you, you have a very unique sound to you i happen to be a musician myself so i'm able to pick these things out like I, I play a number of different instruments. I used to write my own music, not so much anymore. Um, but I, I mean, but you have a very unique sound to you, and especially on this album, I like that one track you did with Benny Friedman. I saw the video too. Like I love that you have that 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 cla- the the classical bass in there, and you have a lot of those classical sounds in that in there. Um, I love the upright bass. I'm just like a big fan of that, and. It's like how, but I've noticed that it's a common theme with a lot of your track, with a lot of your albums, is that you have that that more like classic sound to you. So where, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you yeah. find that? You know, there is a part of me that is a musician, <laughs> meaning like I don't, I don't know. What I'm saying it sounds, that sounds funny, but like you know, there's a, a a deep love for music just for the sake of music. Right. And um, 
having the ability it's to me it's always uh i i guess uh, on the voda that i found uh a, a constant avoda is 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 uh to be able to give the right the right amount of music to properly you know hold the niggin like a cleat you know right. and um I've I've been blessed with wonderful. I mean, you know, I play guitar. Guitar is my instrument, so naturally I'm drawn to the acoustic kind of like instruments. You can hear the, you can you can very much hear like hear the person playing the instrument with the fingers moving up and down the strings. Like it's a very personal instrument that you could take with you everywhere, you know. And uh, and that's that's kind of where it starts. On the, on the other hand, I've been blessed to be surrounded by the most incredible group of musicians from all different types of, of, uh, of uh, musical instruments. And, and they feel the same way about their, their instrument. And, and uh, we, we kind of formed a way. Like, I'm talking about like, the immediate like, band that I, play, that I play with here locally in New York and abroad also. Um, the ability for them to like hear what I'm trying to accomplish and to lend their talents and lend their knowledge of music, which is 99% of the time is far beyond I can ever imagine. I'm talking about just basic musical knowledge. Uh, they're able to really like take the music and, and bring it to life in a professional, in a musical way, but not not losing the spirit behind it. That song that you quoted by Fia Sharon with Benny Friedman is a perfect example. Yeah. Um, the arranger, Rambam Agababayev, was a close friend of mine, a dear friend of mine. He's a master pianist. And he, I mean, what he did, I mean, I couldn't arrange. I mean, yeah, that song was written with a guitar in a hotel room in Europe believe it or not, somewhere. And like, of course it was written with a guitar, but when I heard it, I was like, listen, my ability, I wouldn't be doing justice to this song if it would be like an acoustic jam session. It has to be something bigger than that. But I want to give it to somebody that's going to also appreciate the words, appreciate what it, kind of like the song is such a, like a proud description of Klaus Israel. You know, beautiful with a it's a beautiful and regal expression, even without the tune. So the tune and the arrangement needed to serve that purpose to bring out the the beauty of uh of, of, of these incredible words, which are usually read very quickly during Shachar's morning. Um and and what what he did with that song his, uh, what he did with the orchestration of it, it sounds like symphonic. It sounds like it sounds like a million dollars, you know. And and uh, I've never gone that far on my other albums. I've never done anything like this before, and I was nervous about it because it definitely steps away from what my listeners are accustomed to. But um, when I heard it, what he did with it, I was just like, "Wow, you you just nailed it. You gave me you gave me like hope that I could." go to areas of music that I've never really done before, like that symphonic type of waltz, 
and still not not just not lose like the panemius of the niggin, but really enhance it, you know? So that was that was really cool. Oh yeah, totally. I, I, I loved it. I loved every single minute of that song because the the melodies, the way the way it's scored the way the, the waltz, like, and it, like, it, it was, it was incredible. And like I said, like that bass, yeah. that, that bass line in there was just fantastic. Like whenever, whenever you get like, whenever you get an upright bass in there, whenever you get a classical, classical bass in, in any, in any song and the, and with a piano, with, with that, those, that, that set of instruments, like it's, it's, it's a totally different experience than than hearing it with with like certain other instruments like with their electrical counterparts or or whatever it's a totally different listening experience i was i i really loved it and i just love how like yeah. it just constant it's like constant it, it it's it's a classic definition of a waltz it's it's back and forth back and forth and the video it's just it's very comical like you and benny like benny's a character i love benny he is a character and like it's just it's just it's just a cute video. It's like nice. It's like and you're right. It does it. It really takes the the psukim that we kind of just rush through on it on a regular basis. Like you know like, and and really kind of slows it down and brings it to its full splendor. And that's exactly what we were talking about before. It's like bringing that kadusha out within the music. And like you did that. You you cap you you captured that in in this song. And I and I'm I'm telling you like man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For 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 real. Um, so so you have a number of different albums out there, and like I said, like you have and, and you're also a wedding singer, you do all sorts of things. Like what's your what's your favorite thing to do? Like what, what gives you what gives you that kishmak when you when you're creating the albums or you're out there on with at the weddings or you're doing concerts, like what's your what's your thing? my question i love i mean it's live music it's live music is 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 the most exhilarating experience ever you know there's i mean for me there's different there's different types of live music there's the comes that i'm doing by myself which you know it's it's uh it's it's of course it's in very spiritually charged and it's beautiful to see people, you know, join and react to it and, and you know, kind of introspect through, through through the process of the evening, which is very special. Um, you have the studio is where I'm able to tap into a certain creativity and by now, Baruch Hashem, like I know that like I'm putting something out and people are going to listen to it. Like I have to, like it has to be really good. <laughs> you know, it has to be, it has to be a certain pressure that I like actually. I like, I like, I like the, the studio, the studio is very, it's, it's a lot of, it's fun and it's a whole different type of experience for me. I get it, it, the process of seeing a nigga that you wrote on your couch at two in the morning one night, or like, for example, like we just looked at Bifia Sharm, like sitting, like I was, you know, you know, ready for a concert um, in Europe and like seeing that turn into this incredible 
product, it's a very moving experience. But when I'm doing weddings, like I feel like I, it's kind of hard to say love it the most because again, every single I don't I don't think I love that more than I love CDs or more than uh, meaning album making or more than I love composites. I feel like I'm I feel like alive when I'm on stage with my musicians playing music that both on a musical level sounds good and therefore it's like the proper cleat to bring out like the real sometime people playing weddings. I mean, oh, I just can't, I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of the band playing together. Even we're playing the same thing night after night. It's never night. Out. It's, 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 it's never the same thing night after night. It's, it might, it's the new, just new energy. And then you have concerts where I get to perform my own music with, with, um, with, you know, with my band, and doesn't always have to be like a 12-piece orchestra. You can play with three, four guys who are tuned in to the purpose and, 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 and what we're doing. And it's like, you know, we just had this concert in, in uh, Oakland, California. I went out with, with, with three of my musicians, a drummer, bass player, and a violin, violinist. And it was just like... You know, it's just incredible to like to to be there, to be able to like. And you know what's funny is like, I'm not saying this out of like uh, humility. I don't consider myself that great of a guitarist. Like I can play rhythm guitar, like you know, decent. And and but like I look at myself and I compare myself to the other people that I've played with, and I'm like embarrassed to play with them. And yet, but when you have like a tight group of guys who are supporting each other and me, even me as the leader of the band and as the leader of the group and as somewhat the focus of the, of the show, it's not, it's not given off that way. You know, it's given off as a group effort. Yeah. I happen to be the lead singer. I happen to be the, the composer of the songs. My name is on the flyers, but when we're out there, playing the music together it's just it's a really special experience and it's uh you know that's uh, a bunch of different uh ways to uh, to be involved musically you know one thing that i that i that i uh i i thank Hashem every day for the fact that i have a business to, and i have an office to run and i have customers to speak to but like get away from my office and go and just play you know it's like uh but that's uh, right. It's a full-time job, you know. So it's a full-time to properly, uh, properly do this. That's pretty cool. That that that's really cool yeah. and really inspiring. Um, and I know what you mean. You want to get out, get away every once in a while, and and pick up your guitar. I mean, I keep my guitar right behind me in my office, right here. Just every once in a while, you pick it up. You just want to you, you start jamming. It's a great feeling, and yeah, it's really cool. You know, to be able to to do that and i hear i hear what you're saying like to if when you have that that tight group of that band that you're playing with that you guys know each other and you know and and you and you work well together melodically rhythmically everything like yeah you know it, it all comes together to, to create one beautiful sound that's pretty that's pretty amazing yeah so yeah so who would you say is a better guitarist you or shlomo oh my brother by far <laughs> That's my brother, funny. by far. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's pretty talented. 
he, he used to come around to my yeshiva. He, he was friends with my Rosh Shiva here in Israel. And they, I, I remember he used to come around and do kumzitzes on sukkahs in, in, in the sukkah. He, he's pretty good. He, he's, he's, he's pretty good. Yeah. There's, uh, there's no question about that. He's a very, very special human being. And the last thing he probably wants to refer to is a, as, as a musician, knowing him. <laughs> but, um, but like he's just he's, he's a wonderful brother to have, and he's just an inspiration for me to keep truth to, to the whole purpose of what we're doing, etc. So I, I, I very much cherish the fact that I have him as an older brother. Nice. I noticed on this album you guys actually collaborated. There, there's a song you guys did together on this. Yes, yes, Allah Sadiqim. Yes, um, we wrote this niggin together. Uh, we did a wedding together in Chicago like six years ago, five, six years ago. Seems like it was that long. I think it was that long. Ago. Um, and it was just a niggin. And then before a concert we did on Hanukkah a couple of years ago. Um, we wanted to perform it, and um, I it, it was it was right after the Steinman was there, and I don't know whenever whenever like a gado is Mister Lal, you know it's like I don't know for me you just feel you feel scared to walk outside like the world changed you know like the world it's not the same world anymore and and kind of like scared to let your kids go out and like there's a certain shmira that the tzaddikim have in this world on us and when they leave it's a scary time and it's a time to like really you know connect to that and I, I had suggested we do it to the words of you know Allah tzaddikim the same chalkeinu iman the high parts over and over again the same same chalkeinu same like just davening and davening that that we should be a part of that of that uh, minority group of people in this crazy world that is Navato themselves to big holy people, you know. So we kind of we sang it at the concert with those words, and uh, it stuck. And it was very uh, it's it's a really really special. It's like uh, I think it's my wife's favorite favorite nigga on the uh, on the album. Um, it's just such a special special tune. That's what you know. I'll tell you. Like I'm just uh, if there's anything I'm proud about with this album. Like of course everyone wants to say how good their album is, and I'm sure everyone is right. I feel like if there's some type of gaiva de kedusha <laughs> about this album, is that like it just I, I try to keep a sincerity throughout the whole it's like it's almost like I'm telling a, you know someone someone told me recently that they feel like I'm telling my story through through the album and it's very it's I never thought about it like that like of course with all the other albums like it wasn't like I was doing pop hard rock and roll you know but like with this one I feel like even as I'm like getting more more comfortable doing things that I've never done before whether it's you know on a musical level on a production level there really is a message, a deep spiritual message behind almost every song. And it's like, it's, it's uh, something that I, I can look back and say, okay, at least, at least I have this, you know? So, 
especially with, with a nigga like Aunt Tadik and like, my gosh, like, it's such a, it's one of those cases where, of course, Lechatkhila, you always want to have the words first and then do, put the nigga into it so you can have like the right expression. But then when, when, when I heard these words with this nigga, I really felt that it matched and, and the tefillah was properly uh, portrayed, properly like, you know, represented. That, that's really, really cool. So we're going to take a quick break for, um, for a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. We've come to the time of year again It's the 2019 URA auction With prizes much bigger than before Just do wait, see what we have in store Sold tickets to Israel and big fat check In the shade zone jewels to put on your neck Be your rent, get a car, let us clear your debt Go relax and win some weekly cash We'll cover your tuition bill And maybe give you a new van We'll send you on a trip nearby or to the Holy Land Shop online or in New York You'll get a great big shopping spree Your $50,000 you can take home instantly It's easy to enter, just call us or go just make sure you do it before you run out of time. More than $600,000 in prizes, only $5 a prize. Enter now at uraauction.org or call 1-877-7-AUCTION. And we're back from our commercial break. That, that's really that's really impressive. You know, it's funny. Like every every episode, we have we have this we have this conversation with with our with with our guests about albums versus singles, and. As you as you were describing your albums, like every every song is is part of part of a story, and it's part of your story, and I find that with albums, that's exactly it. Like people, you put when you put out an album, you're really telling a story. Each track has its own has its own message behind it, and each one has a very powerful message message to tell. And you know how you're saying like about your album. It, I think I think the title is very befitting. Ashrecha. You know, I think, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 th- I think, you, I think, I think you hit it right there with the title after describing everything about it. Like, I, I definitely, I, th- I definitely think it's a befitting title. What would you say? You know, it's, 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 uh, Ashraka was one of, was, uh, maybe second or third to last songs I wrote for the album. And I didn't know what I was calling the album until, like, this minion came down, and and uh, the words of the of, of the Piyazetz and the Rebbe, so Chovas that's that, that that's where the words are from. Um, just to hear those words, you know, somebody called me a a pretty well-known radio personality in Israel who I'm in touch with, very nice guy. Um, and he called me, left me a message. He said, Eitan, you know, which niggin do you think that I sit down and I just cried my eyes out with tissues? My mistress said he wasn't exaggerating. I started, so I started, I started listening all like the slow niggunim, the ones that are a little bit more intense, whatever. And he's like, no, no, no. I was like, so which one? It's like when I heard the word, when I heard the first three words of the song, Ashrecha Nari I just started crying. And he explained to me like the empowerment of Simcha and of appreciation towards not just a Nari Israel, a child, but anybody. Obviously the Rebbe is talking to his students, but of course he's talking to every single one of us. You know, it's just like the 
the sheer happiness from being a part of something so grand, the ability to be a part of the Amanifcha, the ability, the schutzit is to have svarim, to have a halacha, to have chasidus, to have musa, to have all of these avenues where, of, of tools to not just survive olamazeh, but to thrive in olamazeh. Those three words, Ashrecha Nari Israel, and like it was, it was, uh, it was like a no-brainer that the album has to be called that because that's like what the message is all about. Even though like the niggin is definitely more upbeat and it's more like I wouldn't. It's debatable whether it's my classic quote-unquote style, you know. Right. Right. But um, it, it 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 has the cheshek in there. It has the chuka in there. It has the it has the to be like to that world where ashracha, ashracha, you know, over and over again. That like every 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 person who ever feels himself as being a part of Yiddishkeit, ashracha. You you open up a you know a little child open up an olive base ashracha. Uh, you know, person learning dafyami ashracha. Person finding time at work to have two minutes or the safer listen to like a a Torah tape or 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 uh, put on you know an app that has a share in it. Like you're not just doing something good. You're doing something that is just praiseworthy. And I hope that it gives the you know the proper chizik to people. And that's why like when you see the words ashracha on the album, it's like ah. Oh, I just feel good just seeing those words. I mean, for me, I see the word Ashraqa, I just feel good. I feel good about what I'm, about what we're doing here, you know? That's really cool. Yeah, and I agree with you 100% on that one. Ashraqa. I, 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 I couldn't agree yeah. more. And it, you're right. When you say it, it's like, it's not like you're, it doesn't really flow with your traditional style and your sound, but it, it fits really well within the album. And I, I think that that's also like a mile to have to albums is it like, you know, it, you have every, everything kind of flows. You, 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 you put all the right tracks in there, all the right songs in there that you want that just kind of flow and they really tell your story. You know, it's like I said, we've had this conversation multiple times with, with different artists and what their opinion is on it. Some of them like singles, some of them like prefer the albums. But it's all about who you are and what your style is and how you want to convey your message to people. Some people can do mm-hmm. it in one, in one go and others, you know, like you tell, you have that, you have that story. I personally, like, I'm personally a fan of albums because I like to feel what you're, what you're and experience what you were thinking when you were creating that music. And I find that you get that experience and you get that understanding with an album because each track is, 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 is a new, is a new thing. Yeah, I feel like nowadays the role the role of singles versus albums is let's say you put out, you put out an album, and then you want to wait a couple of years to so pull out another album, but you want to stay relevant and you want to stay like in people's playlists and stuff, and you want to you know so you put out a single that kind of like it's usually something different, something special, something that's not you know that not, wouldn't necessarily fit on an album or or, or you know for example there there there, there are twelve tracks on this album. There's like six tracks that were recorded but were but, but weren't put on for whatever right. reason for 
seasons of it, I just know that I didn't feel it was right. I didn't feel it was a little bit too, too much, too little, too this, too that, whatever it is. But like, you will be hearing them, you know, sometime. I'm not sure how or when, but but uh, you will be hearing them probably through, you know, through the single avenue. You know, like in a year from now, when people, when I'm not, uh, well, in a year from now, I have a whole. Oh. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if I'm going to announce it I'm, I'm yet, but I'm planning. I'm planning uh, very soon. I know I've been saying this for a while, but uh, alive in Jerusalem too. Ooh. And Eretz Yisrael. So, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. And that's going to be. Yeah, I think that that was one of my most successful albums. You know, I think. It, I think when I say successful, I, I, I don't mean financially. I mean, I mean, Baruch Hashem, it did well, but like. I mean, like it opened up avenues of of crowds that weren't familiar with my music, and because it has a live energy to it, it has a very, you know, a live kumzis basically, and with a couple hundred guys. But like, I'm looking to do it like on a much bigger, not bigger like in a oh look it's bigger, showy bigger, but in a much like to get a lot of people in a room to have a tremendous amount of hashpa like in one room. I'm not going to say when, I'm not going to say where, I, it's probably going to be in Jerusalem because it's called Live in Jerusalem, but right. um, I will, yeah, but that's probably going to be my next project where uh, we're able to sing, just get thousands and thousands of people, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but that's that, I, yeah. that's very cool. Um, you, know, mm-hmm. you, you know, back to the album thing, it seems like you, this, this album that you just put out is, is, is your is your newest one? When was the last time you you made some made an album before Ashrecha? Because you have a quite you have well. A this, is, this is Kanana my tenth album. Wow! There and you go. I, I, I see the last one. Yeah. I see where you stand on 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 this on this on this debate. Yeah. No, I mean there there. I've put out like two, two or three singles in the past couple of years, but last, um, you know, Pure Simcha, my wedding album was the last album that I put out. And before that was Live in Jerusalem, and before that was Shuvu, which had the Elonigan on it, you know, the Nigan Baruch Hashem that became a little bit uh, humbly popular. Um, and like that was 2013 that was like five and a half years ago when i put out uh no it was the beginning of 2000 yes but it was was six years so it was incredible amount of time since i put out my last all original uh album like the the last two albums were the live in jerusalem and the and the wedding album so this was that this was definitely a long time coming some of the nigunim on this album I, i wrote years and years ago uh, just never had the right time to put it to put it out. But this is, uh, yep, that's that's pretty cool. That's that. <laughs> and, and so I guess you already you already mentioned to us what your next project is, live in Jerusalem too. I'm excited for that one. I I really like the first album. And I hope you come. I hope you come. You tell me where and when, and I will show up. I will be there, and I will be I will you'll be do, singing alongside. You'll do a live a go a go Simcha live podcast from the show. How's that? I, you tell me where and when I will be there, and I will, I will, I will, we'll, we'll, we'll do this. We will, we will do this. Everyone, 
Yeah, everyone will know. It's going to be at a time where I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people will be in Israel. Um, uh, but so, okay, it's Pesach. It, it, I'm not saying, but if You're you, not saying. It, no, <laughs> not because it's a secret, but because I don't know myself. <laughs> but yeah. um, you know, no, it's good. To, no, whoever wants, whoever's gonna want to come is gonna is gonna know about it. It's gonna it's gonna be well, it's gonna be a Hashem. Well, I'll be I'll be all ears. I'll be all ears, and I'm, like I said, Thanks. you tell me where and when I will show up, and we will we will do a live recording, and I'll even come up on stage and sing with you. I'll sing and dance with you. It'll be fun. It'll be a hoot. I do, I do want to sell, so I don't know. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, not, I don't uh, I don't know you at all, but I'm sure you're a wonderful musician, wonderful singer. But uh, yeah, I try. Listen, it's gonna you know. be it's gonna it's gonna be a party. It's gonna be. Well, we like parties. It's going to be Mr. You know, right now, I can only focus on getting getting the word of this album out, but just throwing it out there because I know that a lot of people had a lot of hana from uh, Live and Jerusalem. So I'm going to just give everybody that that news. And, uh, yeah. That's about it. So, so before we wrap it up here, um, what would you say is your favorite song on this album? Uh, you know, it's not it's just so not a fair question. No. It's like asking me which which one of my kids do I love the most. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I mean, I'm, I'm not joking. It does have a lot of the similarities. But right now, Kikorov is definitely one of the Nagonim that are really close to my heart. So I think it's track three. Um, that's like a really... Really special nigga. I mean, again, like it's very hard talking about my own stuff like this, but like I just feel very passionate about it, and it's a very it's a nigga you can really sing along. And you know, again, like my sister texted me the other day. She's like, you know, this nigga. So like, you you've never written a song that fits more with the words than this, and I, I was very I was very happy to hear that that that, that she felt that it it fit, you know, and so that that you know. Kikarov is very, uh, you know, Bifia Charm always just make, it makes me happy. Um, yeah. We're working on a new music video for uh, I never, the, the Nigun on the album. Not Nigun Chazak and not Nigun Cheshik. <laughs> There's three Nigunim on the album, the middle one, that is just called Nigun. And we were actually going to call it Charles Shedd's Nigun because I wrote it in between watching and Chala. By Charles uh-huh. Shedders, one, one, one That's but, great. Uh, I didn't want to limp. I didn't want to limit it to Charles Shedders, but uh, that's great. But uh, yeah, and, and the, the last two Nagunim on the album, Ad Masai and Vesain, Billy Beno, are like if there's anything, if there's any song that is like the most personal, 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 like like me re- expressing myself. It's it, it's it's those it's it's those last two songs that are like super super personally performed and and the whole thing about it. So basically, the whole album is gishmak. <laughs> awesome! It's funny, like you're saying how you have that one niggin you wrote in between washing and and hamotzi shalshidis, like and, and some of your other nigunim that you wrote kind of like in the, in these like random places. 
it's funny when I had Joey Newcomb on the show, he said like half of his album, he's like, you know, his, 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 one of his most famous songs. Um, he, he's like, yeah, I wrote, I, I was in the middle of davening Mincha and I just, and, and, and this just came over me and I wrote it down. Like, he's like all, he's like, most of my songs on my album were all came to me in most random places. That's like, you know, that's like true genius. Like that's true musical genius right there. It's like, if you can, if you have, if you, you get something in your head and you just sit down and you just like pull out your guitar, you pull out your, your recording and just like start, you start singing it. That's, 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 that's talent, you know? That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that it's, it's, uh, the Shemaya. That's, that's, yeah. that's what we like calling it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You know? But it, it, it's, it's funny, yeah. you know? Like, it, it, everything comes in, went in the right place. Everything comes in the right time, you know? And, and, and again, yeah, the Siat Shemaya that comes with it, you're able to write that down, produce a hit, you know? Can I and her? So... So where can people find your music, book you for weddings, um, say hello, um, all that fun stuff? Well, uh, thank you. The, the, the music, the music is available, uh, you know, I'm always people listen to music these days. Right. Um, it's all available right away, streaming on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, it's also available for purchase on Oh, yes, we are. Yes, we're, we are. We're big believers in buying music here on this podcast, and we support and we like to support our, our artists because someone has to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I always tell people that, like, for the price of something less expensive than, you know, a chef sushi roll, you know, you could have something, you could have something for life, you know, and it's, uh, people only knew what, what, what's put into like this, the process, not just the amount of money, but the amount of sweat and like real raw effort that is just never ending. Like, you know, obviously streaming is, is, it's legal and it's, <laughs> but it's uh it's very uh it's very hard to it's it's not easy to see you know seventy thousand streams and like uh translating to dollars translating to dollars exactly so if you have the nine ninety nine i i would uh definitely pitch the support the artist um effort but again it's more important to me the reason why I put it on streaming right away is because I believe that if that's the way you're going to listen to it, then I want you to listen to it that way. And I don't care. At, at the end of the day, like, I'm just mostly, like, playing around with the, with the buy it here. It would be great if you could buy it, but it's more important for you to listen to it. So, you know, com. you get all the information there for, like, booking me and all that stuff. And, yeah, and uh, that's it. Cool. Very, very cool. Eitan, it was, it was it's serious, an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. A true musician in, in all, your, all your splendor. Um, I really enjoyed talking with you. I learned a lot from you. And big fan of your music, big fan of your album. I wish it tremendous Hatzlacha, and you should only see Bracha from it. And we should say Ashrecha. Ashrecha, Achi. Ashrecha. Huh? Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You should have, you should have a lot of Hatzlacha, too. With everything you do, Mr. Oh, man. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simcha the Podcast. 
For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Ghosts and Collide, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, go Simcha!